from Stone Mountain, Georgia, and a whole bunch of other places around Atlanta. Yep. Where we poutine a really good performance. Okay. Yes, that works. Oh, because oh, the poutine. Yeah, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's good. That's, that's a good, good one. Okay. Good. That is Hold the on. Five Takes oh, Podcast. No! And we wow. are back. We're back, baby. Like the Women's World Cup. Hey, Only back, 13 back. days away, and one of going, us is going there. Going for the three-peat. Let's do this thing. Just a quick trip down to Australia. Oh, Good yeah, Lord. you know, hop, skip, and a jump. My word. Um, Just across the the women are ridiculous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, Oh, no, they are. I heard about their trip considering itinerary today. To win a World like, Cup oh, is shit. massive at any point in your country's history. To win a second is wishful thinking. At best. A third is get the fan fiction. <laughs> a fourth, get the fuck out of here, man. What are we yeah. talking about? And to do three straight? Three straight. Mm-hmm. And we've... we've, <laughs> we've this, got is some... least, this is the least meanwhile, likely of them all, though. This is by far the least likely. Meanwhile, the men I are mean... struggling to get a goal against uh, Canada in, uh, the, in gold the Gold Cup. cup. And they have been to a quarterfinal once in the World Cup. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. There you go. Okay. But, yeah, and, and there's some other really interesting statistics about what's going on, you know, with, with, the, with the USA women. You know, you've got people, you've got some of the players out there who are making their um, international team debut some who have come up through the system and have, you know, they've made appearances with the, with the under teams and everything like that. But I mean, it's, it's a marvel to me, our, our, our women's team. It's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, there's nothing like, you can't compare it to literally any other women's team on the planet on any sport. It's, it's, it's become it's commonplace. It's, well, it's really it's, the one the one area where I think you can point to the university athletic system actually working. Sure. Right? Sure. And, and, and mm-hmm. Title IX and Title IX actually doing what it was supposed to do. Mm. The Title IX, the best of all the titles, one through eight, you could fuck off. <laughs> Nine uh, is the best. Well, clearly. Don't pretend like you have any idea whether or not there even are the other eight and what they are. <laughs> Don't I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna put up the USA women's basketball up with the soccer as well because they've won the overwhelming. Well, they have won a lot. I know. Medals. They've won most mm-hmm. of the gold medals, and half of the medals that weren't us are from countries that don't exist anymore either. So that's interesting. Well, that's a lot of Yugoslavia. A lot of Yugoslavia. Yeah, Yugoslavia doing. We're doing work there. Yeah, but I, I will oh, say. Oh, right. Go ahead. I, I expect the competition, the level of competition, to be a lot better. Yes, yes. Cycle, that's what I was is, just about to say. Yeah, yeah, you have a lot more investment coming in from the four, you know, from all the federations. Mm-hmm. The women's game is growing. Like before twenty, yeah. you know, before the last yeah. cycle, yeah. you know, we didn't really have a women's premier league that we talked about. Like it was almost non-existent. Right. Um, and now you've got you know EPL sides that are bringing yeah. over big name superstars. They're paying a lot of money for it. Right. I, I will say the one thing I'm a little bummed about is we don't have tickets to any match featuring Brazil, but uh, I will be sporting the red lipstick in uh, support of yeah. Marta. Yeah. And six World Cups. Six. Six. Show me a man that's that durable. Yeah. And to reiterate what you were saying about the, the about the farm system and you know and, and the competition changing and thing you know and how even in the women's side of the sport how it's continuing to grow globally and things like that that entire thing is exactly why fast pitch softball is actually not in the Olympics anymore. Uh, the first it year is. that it was in was in nine. Sorry, it is. It's back. It's they brought back. It back. It's but they brought it back for Tokyo. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, the, the um, last Olympics are kind of like a they blur. Did, they did a COVID four. Blur. Yeah, that's that's yes. That's thank also you. partly why it, yeah, they did it. Weird. They did four back to back to back. Uh, you know, ninety six, two thousand, um, uh, oh four, and then uh, twelve, and then they took it out for what is it two? Because the the issue is not just because of U.S. dominance, although that was mentioned, which is similarly what they've said about soccer, but. They said that it was that it wasn't there wasn't enough competition. You had like eight teams. 
for softball and there just wasn't and they did that same thing with baseball they took baseball out too um they took it out a year um or one olympics prior to um softball but it the they they literally put out initiatives to try and grow the sport globally to be able to bring in more so that's why like you know i can't remember which year it was when um i guess it was just two just one world cup ago when did we play what a chinese taipei and it was like 13 to it was thailand it was last last cycle so it would have been 2019 so Mm they they qualified for the tournament simply because they had a program and had enough players to field a team you know and it's um is that what the vietnam game feels like this year too? i i, I hope not match. but yeah I mean, I not as well but like of all the matches we're but it is play, this like... is the first time they've ever qualified for the tournament um you know wales who they played today um they they've never qualified so it was um and there's another team uh portugal Sorry, that's what it was, not Wales, but Portugal yeah. has never qualified for it before either. And again, you just have to have it. You have to have what 30, but 40 New players. New Zealand's not in it if they're players. not hosting either. New Zealand uh, is not. Yes, very good. exactly. So it, just continuing anything that grows the sport on a global <clears throat> scale on the women's side of things is a good thing. That's all I'm saying. Whatever sport it yeah. is, more yeah. women in professional sports, period, go. That's all I have to say. And it's getting better. I mean, what have they sold? 80,000 tickets <laughs> yeah. to this opening match with Australia? Mm-hmm. That's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. And they actually, would... they moved it to um, a bigger they, venue. Yeah, they moved it to Stadium Australia, which is the the stadium that hosted the Olympic opening ceremonies. Oh, and everything. Really? Yeah. That's so, very cool. Yeah, yeah. Out of necessity, be, and that's great. And yeah, out of necessity, which is great to the to know that. Yeah. It necessitated that exact thing. I mean, I think that's. Great. I mean, it's wasn't it just earlier this year? The, uh, the women's gender. league, uh, El Clasico, Barcelona, Real Madrid. They did eighty thousand there as well. Yeah, it was a lot. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Which makes the, yeah. what the women are doing, the USA women, all the more incredible because it's getting harder and harder to win. Yeah. And they're still doing it. They're going in on a nine match win streak into the cup. It, it's mm-hmm. it's amazing what, what they have, how they have just gone again and gone again and brought in new new talent, Rose Lavelle, so on and so forth. You know, it just they yeah, just they do, keep replacing they do a really good job of, of folding in. The, the um, young people with with the uh, with the older veterans, you know, and you still have people like Kelly O'Hara and like um, mm-hmm. uh, Julie Ertz still playing, you know. Yeah. This is some some and and of course Rapino, she you know she said like I said she was going to retire now, but this is her fourth World Cup. She's gone been to three Olympics. I mean, you're talking about a 20, 22, 25 year career with the women's national team. That's insane. What? But I mean, on the other hand, what a legacy. Got- and you've got 14 kids coming in and making exactly. their work debut. So yes. it's really, uh, I think it's a really good balanced roster of women with a lot of experience and women, you know, who are up and coming and they're, you know, and again, the talent pool, look at who they left behind. Like, I mean, it's unbelievable who didn't make this squad. That's, I think, even yeah. the That's better conversation, yeah. right, it's, is it's, who is not on that squad right now. It's just cool for the women, like, finally – and not just this year. I mean, it's been a, a a slow process over the past ten years. But you're getting globally recognized names. Yeah, your Rapinos, your Christine Sinclairs, your Sam Kerrs. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell Sam I said hello if you see her uh, down <laughs> in Australia. Best player in the world, Chelsea women. Um, it's 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 it's. I have, it's, it's I have very little to argue with you, honestly. Yeah, uh, better I'll than see her not. Team. The better yeah. than the men's team, all they do is mm-hmm. is win. We also have a, a fantastic coach on the women's side. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, it's it's incredible. Um, you're gonna have an amazing time down there. I hope you can like maybe we'll just hop on and do a not even a takes episode, but just you lost in Australia fighting off <laughs> the, the sixty eight different insects there that could kill you <laughs> at any waking moment. I believe it's 68. Zika. So, you know, bring your off, bring, uh, bring your deet spray um, and come back alive. Uh, it won't help against those spiders, but I think to, no, uh, segue to another, another interesting topic of discussion, the fact that names like Megan Rapino and Sam Kerr can fill up 60, 80,000 person stadiums. Yes. You know, while at the same time here in the United States where the game is still growing, yes. you've got big names coming in like Messi and yes. who's the other guy from, from AC Milan? Busquets. Yeah, Busquets and... Yep. Yeah, like we were chatting before we started about like 
next season when you're playing U.S. Open Cup and yep. you come in in the third round because you're Miami and you're at the bottom of the table right now um, and you get to go to Union Omaha or, you know, New Mexico saying. United mm-hmm. or Birmingham mm-hmm. Legion or, you know, whatever. It's like, that. what is that going to look like? Tormenta. That would be amazing. Imagine how awesome it would be to have Lionel Messi playing incredible Tormenta FC. Like that would be incredible. Incredible. Um, All right. Well, speaking of big names, uh, that was a very long intro into, into finally getting the takes, but we got Jack with us tonight. We got me, we got Kristen and we got Jennifer uh, before she hops on a bird and gets out of here. Are you going for the whole tournament by the way? Or how long are you staying? We, we, we're gonna we're coming home after uh knockout match one okay yeah okay cool very good well I, we'll make sure we connect with you uh at some I, point I was listening there. I was listening to by the way the sort of protocols that they're actually going to be putting the US women in because they they went ahead and all they're already on their plane they were leaving yeah. right after the match today and they were gonna get on their plane and they're yep. gonna try and keep them awake overnight. While they're, wow. while they're when they fly over and then when they get there Dance party. they might they might let them yeah they might let them sleep like a like a nap but they're going to try and keep them out of their hotel rooms so that they can flip them around glenn and i know exactly how to do that we do that shit all the time Constantly. But yeah we we have and we have to do it in one day so that we can go back to work monday morning but these women they're going to be they're going to do like a light training or something after they, you know, after they get, to, they're going to get to the hotel rooms, they're going to drop off their stuff, have a little meal, and then they're going to do a little light training. And then they're going to try and keep them out of their hotel rooms until so that they can flip themselves around. And it's just, and they did that. I heard what's, what was really cool about that is that they did a full trial run back in January because it was going to be so taxing on their, on their psyche, on their, they mm. went to every stadium that they're going to be playing in, and they walked around on the field. They went to um like, they went to some of the local spots, you know, and like where, and like they drove the routes in the buses and the things that they're going to be doing so that not everything is so unbelievably smart. foreign smart. when they walk into it. Oh yeah. It was just they was like a dry run. Uh, the hotel that they're staying at in Auckland is the hotel that I stayed at when I was in Auckland about very cool. Ago. Very cool. Yeah. It's that's not that that's, I'm going to stalk people, but that's a, <laughs> that's a pair of countries that I don't want to not go the rest of my life having not ever gone to. But at the same time, yes. like I am so unbelievably terrified of spiders that uh, it's just <laughs> like, I, I, I'm, I'm ki- I'm not kidding. My wife's like, she's, she, what has she said before? She said, you have an irrational fear. I'm like, it is not irrational. Totally it rational. Perfectly logical and perfectly rational that something that is one thousandth my size can kill me. And in that country, there's a lot of them. Okay. Per capita, there's yeah. A lot of them, and For they sure. just and they're just they could just be like, oh, they're in your house. The funnel web spider is just it could just be there. It's fine. Like you wake up in the morning, you go to vacuum, and there's a funnel web spider on your vacuum, and then you got to call the wildlife guy to come and get it before it kills your whole family. And your cat wow. shit. Just all I'm saying. Are we? Are, is, I, I, did I book myself to, for Discovery Channel? I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. this podcast. This we were on the time? rails, and now we're we're off. I'm going to yank us hey. back on. Look, the women are remarkably consistent, and it's incredible. And finally, Atlanta's <laughs> getting a little bit of that consistency. Yay! Finally. Two back finally. to back. Let's wins. not get let's not get too far ahead of ourselves, but I think it's fine to celebrate. Hey, did I say anything that uh, wasn't true? Did where, we win where, back? No, 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 no. I'm just saying, like you know, it, it's good. <laughs> not too high, not too low. Always right in the middle, you know. Um, but before we jump into the takes, uh, let's thank Mason Mill real quick. They are our sponsor and have been our sponsor for like three or four years now, and they've been my chiropractor of choice. Oh, for almost 15 years now, as well as Kristen's and many other people around Atlanta. And you should be one of uh, those people as well. Give them a call at their Decatur office off McConnell Mill Drive. It's kind of uh, near Druid Hills area. It's really easy to get to. It's off 285. It's really easy to access. 404-321-0082. Eva or Ashley will be on the other end of the line. They weren't available this week. They took the week off. Good for them. Everybody needs a holiday. Uh, So they took this week off to, to recharge uh, they will be open on their regular hours starting next week. No chili cook-offs or anything going on this week. Just regular, old, good old-fashioned, healthy chiropractic care. Um, but they'll have their regular hours Tuesday through Saturdays. And they accept hey, regular chiropractic interests. care is the best yes. kind of chiropractic care. 100%. And I think I'll be getting in 
um, at some I, point this week. I have I to go. I think this I week. can now. I think I my back will allow. I think it's time. Um, I'm, I'm making some progress. Today was not as good, um, but it's weird. That's I guess. I mean, that's what progress is. Whether you're recovering from an injury or trying to improve as a team, it's never a straight line. There are dips, there are regressions, but on the whole, if you can look back and say, okay, I'm not in excruciating pain and I can move and breathe, I'll take it. I'll take it. So anyhow, thanks to Mason Will. We really appreciate them and y'all go see them. All righty. So we got a road win. Yeah, Um, road win. Number one, we've been much better, much better defensively over at least these past two matches. Yes. That was a like, big side, Jennifer. Do you not agree with that? I, oh I Lord! Didn't say okay. That. Well, <laughs> well, look, we're we're blocking we're blocking shots. We had yeah. five block shots last night. We had twelve, a team record against Philadelphia. It just we're seems cutting to be, off the crasses, yeah. the crosses, crasses, crasses, I, the Kevin crasses. Yeah, the 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 cross and the pass together, the yeah. the crosses, the crasses, um, before they can turn into real chances, and we look comfortable. That's. Maybe the most important thing. We look comfortable doing that and switched on. We're not, you know, conceding goals off of, I don't know, throw-ins. That's good. (laughs) It's good. It's been nice to see less of the last-ditch emergency defending. Well, because we're not, yeah, we're not being caught out um, at midfield, you know. Um, I I think there's just, maybe they just decided to say, Hey, you know what? If we don't score another goal in the next five weeks, fine. But I better not let you better not let a single solitary one go in, you know? I, I, I was more <laughs> fine because it's going to take more than two matches for me to call this consistent. Okay. I, I, I don't think we are con- seeing some, seeing some consistency signs of it. However you want to coin it. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent with you. Bar, I'm not on cool. Everything's fixed. The bar's been so MLS low. Cup, though, here we come. Yeah. The vol- also, the vol- it's uh, yeah. I think we're so impressed with this because the volatility has been so back and forth sure. that when we see two of the same thing, we're like, "Are we sure we just saw two of the same thing? Like, are we positive Fair. that is what we saw?" I think um, we are, though. I think we are positive to say that it has been better. Is it? It's been better than it was. Is it better as in we fixed the problem? No, we're not no, there short, yet. No, this but is it a, this has is, been better. As of now, we have a yes. yeah, we have a short term solve that yes. we don't know if it's a long term thing yet. Or I don't even know if it's a solve. Bigger. It's just they went out there and they fucking changed and I'm did currently something. Call, I'm currently calling five in the back of the solve for yeah. now because uh, having three center backs is doing yeah, a hell of a lot of things. It's been helpful. That's um, that, I mean, as I mentioned mm-hmm. last week, where it was like, hey, having that third guy to help like Ronald's been very good just to help clean up things in front of them that otherwise would have been goals it is no coincidence to me that Sosa had probably his best game of the season with that behind him as well I I think you can also point to you know Abram looking a hell of a lot more comfortable back there Mm. yes yeah having his reinforcements been able to play with Parada the more he's on the pitch the better he looks and I think it's just you can't bring the guy off after he hasn't played for, you know, six matches and say, hey, be the stud man when you have no sense of rhythm and no connection and you're not the guy. So I think given the way the team is playing right now, things get real interesting when you bring Miles back because Abram has mm. been in very good form. Parada mm. probably played his best match in an Atlanta shirt against Philly. Um, and, you know, Agreed. so – what do you do? Do you sit Hernandez, who's been excellent? Do you play all three of the center backs? Like, what do you do with that? Well, and also, that, that's no, yes. we're not um, uh, turning our nose up at Parada's hat trick, but from his, def- like, a defensive game, what he's actually supposed to be doing, you know? Yeah, I fully agree that he was he was excellent and probably was his best in, in our shirt. I think so. But Jack brings up a good point, too, that you know, let's just keep it in check because when the bar is set low enough to trip over, <laughs> practically anything seems pretty good. Well, even I mean, Miguel, Miguel Barry did trip over it quite physically at the end of that game. <laughs> oh he God, sure as hell tripped man. over something. The poor man. Bless his heart. Um, all right, number two. Dude is just the most peculiar player. Like, and I don't even think, and I'm, I know the rest of the free world will disagree with me, and that's fine. That he's completely incapable. If he was just even a little more dialed in and proactive instead of reactive, I think he would be serviceable as a backup nine. 
He's slow as fuck. I'm, I'm, there's no I mean, denying that. He quite literally is playing our backup nine. But, is- but good grief, the man just doesn't have any other facet of his game that makes up for, you know, not everybody is excels at everything. You can't score 100 on, you be a FIFA player. Like, no. maybe your touch isn't as good, but you got speed or vice versa. Dude just got nothing. Like, where your ghost will go out and make a chance for himself, Barry has to have someone make him for us, and it has to be perfect. It's got to be the best possible ball. And he better already be already down the field because the guy can't run. He can't outrun his own shadow. It is ridiculous. I don't know how he plays at this level. He had that one beautiful goal of of his for us, which is great, but I don't understand any of it. He didn't have to move when he when he shot it. It makes sense. He was that's, locked yes, in that's place. exactly right. He was, he was he locked was in place. Still, everything else Ooh. when he has to move, he either doesn't move. Fa- he doesn't that's press. A he doesn't press whatsoever when the ball's in the backfield. GG no. makes makes a problem of passing the ball yes. around. He makes a real problem. That's why I think we're so stunned. Is like, oh, there's. I mean, we've said it enough. I, I will give that, but- him full marks for defensive awareness. Because, you know, okay. having a brick wall okay. on set piece defending and, you know, an sure. immovable object is not necessarily a bad thing. That is true. That is true. So, so, and, 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 he excels at not moving. And, and I do a think, copy. I do think copy. actually, like... Jack is broken. Copy. <laughs> yeah. No, he's really good. Put that on the top uh, of your resume. Coach, yeah. I can be a, I'm a great wall. I'm a great wall, man. I can stand there. You watch. Oh, jump? Oh, I mean, yeah. It's good. How, many, how, how many inches? Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, I hear what you're saying. And he has had some decent contributions. It's, again, the, the bar metaphor that Jack was using. Right. Yeah, he's been better, but that bar that he regularly trips over is not hard to get over. So, yeah, I'll give him some so credit for, for that. But Hermes, Conrad, and Barbados Slim combined could not get under. And – and we'll, we'll, I'll segue into something that's not a take because I think a lot of people who maybe don't understand the transfer market or the silly MLS roster rules, which admittedly I don't even understand entirely, look at a player like Barry and go, what the fuck? We got rid of Ibarra? Why, why, why not just move Barry and then, and then sign Ibarra to a – full-on senior roster spot to free up the U22 spot that we can only have X amount of. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really work that way. Why did, from a just, not from not from the heart, it hurts. It hurts. But from a logical and a business, if we're looking at these players as, and they're humans, as Ibarra pointed out on his post, he's a person. From a business standpoint, they're assets. Why did Gutman and Ibarra move? They have value. Barry doesn't have that. Nobody wants him. Can't. And even though his salary is fucking nothing, we can't even buy him out because we already used that option. He's stuck. He's stuck with us. We can't move him anywhere, even on a loan. Nobody wants this. Nobody clarify, needs that. To clarify on use the buyout option, you can buy out one player a year and we spent $3 million on Joseph. On Joseph. So, I, I, I mean, I what are we going to do? Call up Toronto like- and say, hey, we got a great wall. Y'all interested in a wall? This guy could stand there for you. It doesn't work like that. They it need Toronto. anybody. It might help uh-huh. Toronto. <laughs> true, true, fair enough. <laughs> I have a, I have a roster question in that regard, though. Like, are you sure. not able to send a senior roster player down to the twos? I was just about that. to ask that because that's. I feel like he has more value he's, there because it means maybe he could use some he of the experience. Play. He can go play, but he's still taking up a roster spot. Gotcha. Yeah, Still that's, on your roster, unfortunately. Unfortunately, and and it sucks. Like it fucking sucks. And let's be clear. This is on Boca. It is on Boca. I don't buy for a minute. And I'm actually one of the ones that's not heavily on board the Boca out trade. I think there's legitimacy for not continuing with him. Certainly. You can yeah, absolutely yeah, look at to move on the job him. he's done on. and make a really good case for why he shouldn't be here. Full stop. Absolutely. But um, it is it is on him. And I wouldn't believe anything. I get what he has to say to the media. Anybody who's shocked by anything he says to the media or accuses reporters, whether it's Doug, Felipe, uh, Jason, Mike, um, uh, Sam, whoever, Dirty South Soccer guys, 
of not asking the hard-hitting questions, the keyboard warriors out there who think they're just going to go to press conferences, be hard asses, and get the get the truth. That's not how it works. These guys are journalists and been at this for decades and understand how to cultivate relationships to get access to people. So kick rocks. Yeah. But, um, you, you know, it, it is on him. And if he says that, oh, this is all part of the plan, if that's what Boca said, which is essentially what he said, and he has to, right. no, we it's a fuck up. It's a fuck up because you gambled and some of your U22 spots didn't work out. Maybe you All thought Mascara's loan would be permanent. Spots didn't work out. Right. And, Maybe, and, but, and you thought they would and they didn't. To clear you gambled. And now we lost somebody. The other team. So then we have yep. to bring him back because Correct. the team we loaned him to didn't want him anymore. Correct. <sighs> and then we have to lose a pretty vital player who has done no wrong, who has come really good this season it has been interesting to see the reactions to Ibarra leaving I, I fully expected the hardcore Boca out crowd, to, out crowd to jump all over this but you know there were plenty of people who were questioning why Ibarra was here last year and even I, into this year he I hasn't been like some amazing player but I think it's heartbreaking and it's easy to pile onto Boca with this because when Ibarra said what he said to Felipe, which I kind of wish he wouldn't have. I, I don't know that he really did himself any favors there. And I also don't blame Felipe. That's how the man eats to get scoops. He caught a player at a really raw moment and he knew it and he's supposed to do that. It's his job. I get it. But I kind of wish he hadn't said like, don't send me to the worst team, to the team you're about to go to. I'm sure Toronto will handle it fine. And nobody is, New to a situation of a player coming to a team they didn't expect to want to come to, don't really want to be there. The staff will take care of that and do their best to make him feel welcomed and at home and appreciated. But I'm not sure he did himself any favors because Gutman was in the same situation, right? Went to Colorado, another bottom of the table team, didn't want to, had about the same notice. We find a little more justification for the Gutman move because of his defensive liabilities. Ibarra is a fuck up but he also didn't go to Felipe, but it's also different because he's an American player and he's used to this. He's aware he's that shit just happens here. without notice. He's yeah. not, he's an international guy he's and he's not, not 22. He's a kid. And he's you kid. might not have liked Ibarra as a player last year. Ibarra was 20 years old last year. Okay. Yeah. Sosa yeah. on the other hand is 24. We've mm-hmm. had him since Heinze was here. And yeah. Injuries and, and whatever, and yeah. I don't know that I would, based on the sample size of the last couple of years, you can argue that Sosa has potentially more upside or whatever. Ibarra is the one demonstrating it for you. So if I've got to choose between the two players that have value, because clearly Mascara doesn't have any value, and let's not even get started on the Eric Lopez can of worms, but- I'm probably moving Sosa at this stage in the game. Because, you know, he has been, you know, at least serviceable. And you had a lot of options if you've got to loan a player out where that player is going to get more experience in the West than sending him to anybody that you could possibly wind up seeing in the East. Because, like you said, it's MLS. Anything can still happen. There's 12 matches, 13 matches left in the season. Do you really want to, you know, I mean, we don't have Toronto left on the schedule. But, like, you know, do you really want to deal with that? you know, heaven forbid in the playoffs and they they get to a, a play-in game or, you know, whatever. And all of a sudden you got angry Ibarra wanting to prove himself. So, I mean, again, it's a cluster. It's an antiquated policy. It's well, and I guess it's even the U22 initiative is relatively new, but like MLS roster construction as is, is antiquated, outdated and no longer relevant but it's a it's a conflagration of just a bunch of different good ideas that had their purposes for a time, but they don't add up together as the better as more than the sum of their parts at all at this point. And, um, and fun fact, we are even more screwed if for whatever reason we do actually sell Ibar, uh, sell um, Almada this window, because if we sell Almada this window and we don't bring in another DP that's under 22, we lose two more of those U22 initiative spots. Yeah. True. So, oh, it's so weird. So, yeah. Nothing, you know, not, can, nothing straightforward. Not a great way to grow your game. <laughs> no, but like, and this is the thing. So, like, and 
going back to your whole book is going to say whatever to the press about Ibarra. Yeah, he's going to do his job and whatever he has to do. But the bottom line is Boca has swung and missed on four DPs. Four. We've had eight DPs. We have a 50% track rate record of successful DPs. So even if you forget about the lower level pieces like the Ibarras that you need to have, you know, a 50-50 success rate on, you cannot whiff on 50% of your biggest marquee signings. Right. No, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. If you look at it solely based on that, I can't understand how the guy still has a job. Just based on that. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. And they, I mean, they, they, early on, they did make note, like we're talking 17, 16, that they were going to use the DP slot a different way than what was normal for the time back then, um, where it was still your older European guys coming in or somewhere in that, maybe in that GG range where they were been established for a while and not how we decided to use them on flashy kids who are going to have sell-off potential. So we do there's going to be more of a gamble there. Um, but also the league got better around us. We That was the flash and the pan thing that worked for that moment in time, and we hit. And we probably were going to hit, even if it was maybe not as good of a player at the time. Um, and it, it further makes me nervous because we know we're going to have players incoming. It further makes me nervous that those incoming players are in some capacity being selected by, by Boca. Boca. Yeah. Well, not, I, I also, hope not. not. I hope not. Everyone not he's, I'd argue if you're hitting on 50% of your DPs, it's not terrible. That's, that's, that's my point of view. Um, I think the DP system is stupid because it's a terrible way to have to build your team to put, I mean, you right. could, you could bang on all your signings and you miss two and you're fucked. What? Come on, man. It's hard. It's hard to just like put the emphasis on just three guys. It sucks. It's stupid. But the ones he has signed, like if we if we do well in the rest of this transfer window and we've got 12 games left and we end up in third, fourth, and it doesn't come down to, to decision day, Gigi right. will have been a big part of that. No doubt. Absolutely. And Tiago, God willing, he's still here. Those Probably come from Boca. They do. Yeah. Doesn't absolve him of the other mistakes he's made, the pain he's caused, and the you know the corrections that are, Garth is having to take under because of poor contracts. And you could point to them. There's plenty of them that you could point to that got us into bad positions. Let's make a point here too that to get out to get out of and Garth has said this to get out of the various contract hells we're in. It is not a yeah. one window solve. Like it's no, a, winter is no a windows. much bigger. Yes. Next winter, easily into the next this time next year as well. So, to say but we have gonna... seen progress. Yeah, yes, and obviously certain players gonna are going to be sacrificed to the to the will of yes. the gods. In that, in it that will be incremental process. Sacri- you know, the whole time. Well, I mean, do we really feel? I don't like, like it. Do we really <laughs> feel like, like signing? You know, transferring in a league two midfielder was the best move versus keeping Ibarra, reconfiguring his de- deal, and giving him that that slot. We don't know. That's the part that we, we don't know. That's do. the part we have to assume that no, they no. know more we haven't than seen we him play. That's what I'm saying. Like, was it a bet? Was it a better move to gamble on somebody from League Two? We don't know. Versus we, it the might one- be. Might have been. Might be. It might be. Uh, uh, ask me in five weeks. Yeah, that's I, the part I don't where know. we have to trust the process a little bit. That, and try that's to what I think. That some... they know more than we do. Look, you it's going to go one of two ways. It's going to be in five weeks, six weeks' time. Oh, that's very sweet. Uh, Kristen's daughter, uh, Sparrow. Uh, is is down here? Hello, Sparrow. Um, that's that's very sweet. Um, what do I do? You want to she, say hi? She's making a little. She's making a little appearance here. Wait. Okay. Hi, Sparrow. Hi. Hi. How you how you doing, kiddo? He's saying, good. He's saying, good. Go United. <laughs> so that uh, when we get a women's team, you know, give it another ten years, she'll be she'll be a. Um, we're there. We're I fancy there. her. I fancy her as a ten, a true playmaking ten. She's That's got a stupid amount of energy and creativity. That's and, your and, future ten. And that beautiful curly blonde flowing. I'm telling you, running, she'll be easy to spot the from the stands. Yeah. And you know, you know, play callers are gonna like color commentators and play by play are gonna love Sparrow. That oh, yeah. there's a lot. There's Live, a lot yeah, you Live. can do with that name. I'm just saying. Live, um, oh Lord, I've derailed myself. Where where was I? Um, oh yeah, one of two things is going to happen in six or seven weeks from now, or towards the end of the season, September. Yeah. I told you so. Mm-hmm. Or 
that trust from us? the from from no, no no I told you so from the from the Boca out crowd right, right? the the because it will not have gone well right or they're gonna kind of have to it's gonna be difficult to struggle with fuck we, we're doing really well here yeah. <sighs> or the this third guy, or, but, the thir- but, or the third or the third window which is the, the third oh lord the, the 2022 everyone got hurt window shush. Shut your mouth, man. It's there. It's always there. Listen, I'm happy to have you here for a second time where it's something positive to talk about, but shut your mouth. This whole conversation's <laughs> been very depressing. I don't know what you're talking about, Glenn. <laughs> no, it, it was going to go that way. Matches and all of a sudden, we're all like, I bring everybody down into the depths of despair. And, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm dragging you through the, the swamps of sadness like our text, and y'all are all going to get stuck. People are going to watch you slowly sink into the muck and start crying. Spoken like a true Spurs supporter. Thank you. It's going to go it's going to go that way it's either going to be yeah boca fucked this up and we knew it or people are going to kind of have to reconcile and struggle with their feelings on that while the team has i don't think well i think in actuality ignoring my terrible third option the yeah if we do well i I don't think exactly boca is going to get the credit for that though like that's no because people will go to first that's going to go to themselves which is which is a bit odd for me that throughout this whole process of things that have gone well or things that have not gone well darren never gets any blame never because he did shots in the parking lot i get it he's personable he's likable he never gets any blame for any of this things are doing a, we're doing a little bit better right now it seems like progressing taking steps in a positive direction everybody wants to go oh what right because we have garth okay uh, okay so so of all the things that have changed what changed? The president. President changed. Um, okay. They are, you know what I'm saying? They are, yes, but they are, they are serving two distinctly different purposes here. Mm-hmm. Darren was a startup president and did the startup thing exceptionally well. That was the idea there. It, it was. I don't think anybody Fair. thought he was going to be here for 10, 20 years, and now he's at Newcastle kind of trying to do the same thing because they needed that kind of kick in the rear as well. Garth is a... Garth is a grown adult who knows what the hell to do in the MLS specifically, has done it for a long time, and you need and maturity is not an overnight thing. Being an overnight Fair. success is very possible when you start at nothing. Fair. When you are having to go from I mean, we're building out of 2020 still in some form. But even the here, signings so. that do come off, you know, even if it's not just GG, if there's others. People will credit Garth with that. And Garth has specifically said he's not here to do anybody else's job. He's here to assist and I, empower I, I to correct. Imagine, I cannot imagine right now that given the cat morass of crazy that we are in, that there is not a much shorter reign being given to anybody to negotiate <laughs> contracts, to identify players. Obviously, now you've got this new analytics department. Those people report to Garth. They don't report to Boca. So I I, I think direction. I'm pretty sure they do. But... Well, I think direction. They may or may not. I don't understand how the, you know. The, uh, there's a consulting. There's a consulting. Boca still part. does his job. He's still no. in charge of building the team. Nothing about that has changed. There's the, there's the exterior consulting firm that Garth helped build that goes to, goes to Garth. The actual people listed on Atlanta's website where the employees are, those go to Boca. Okay. But I so I think you have multiple layers of feedback in place. Whereas I think before it was, hey, I like this guy. We need to spend this much money. Can you sign off on it? I don't think okay. that is okay. what's going on right now. I think shorter leash. Agreed. Th- there is that, and I and I do think you can. For all that every you know, Pineda has been on just as much of a roller coaster. Pineda in, Pineda out. But I think you can point to the fact that Pineda came in for the back half of twenty twenty. Right, chaos. Or, like chaos, right? Or was it twenty twenty one? Sorry, twenty one. Twenty one. Still right? terrible. Then, yeah. Still terrible. Right. So you can't really evaluate what Pineda's ability is as a coach on a sample size of two months of twenty twenty one. The crazy injury the, the season of injuries. Was, yeah, yeah, that was twenty twenty two. I think now, really, just now over this season, we're actually seeing what he's capable of. And I think in a positive note, he's proving to be quite a bit more capable. Okay, we're having defensive breakdowns. He's doing his job in the press of protecting the players and doing his job in the press of deflecting praise from him to the players, right? Mm-hmm. But 
we had holes in the defense. He's been making slow and subtle tweaks to the lineup. Okay, those tweaks to the lineup didn't work. I'm going to tweak the formation a little bit. That did work. So I think, you know, in, in, in the sense, you can have one of those things work without the other one not working, right? Boca can still be Boca out, and you don't have to sure. get rid of the whole thing. Which I think, yeah, no. you know, when you look at all the hot takes that are out there, that tends to be, it's like everybody burn it all down. I don't right. want to burn it all down. I want one house burnt. <laughs> a, a very selective arsonist. Yes. Uh, I got you. I got you. Um, controlled you pretty much. I, I, I got you. Did you did you see some, even with the last two games, I'm bringing it back in, even with the last two games having a, having our uh, clean sheets that people are still calling for goose, you know, they're call- calling for goose's head oh my gosh. and they those people's um, solution is David De Gea. He's available. What? what? Yeah. Why? Good question. I don't watch Anyhow, that's what I'm saying. Um, no, that's what I'm saying. That's, saying. that's the hot, though. that was the hot take this you. afternoon. As I was reading through, it was still like, Oh, you know, I love goose, but Davi De Gea is available. I'm like, no, thank you. I, I'm good. The part, the I'm part good. that where, where there, there has been a couple times in my head where I was seriously like, go thinking of flipping to the Pineda out part, and it wasn't yeah. as much tactical as it was. We looked like we weren't soccer players on that field. No, yeah, it, it was, was it was sure. it was concerning. Like if he'd lost the locker room again, yeah, right. We, that was those are that perfectly was, legitimate times when you that, can think that. That's where I, I don't think yeah. he's ever lost the the locker room. No, 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 no I'm I, just saying yeah. we were. Like we, we we looked so terrible relative to the level we know we can play. So that's also that's I mean okay. to yeah. erode uh, looking like we did last night more than if we had the fact that they won. Yeah, the, the fact f- that we did not utterly collapse. Now I will say this: the last tw- ten minutes of that game didn't feel like a soccer game for like kind of a lot of that. Okay. Um, well, yeah, yeah. It was, was a little fine, uh, fine concaffing right there. There was just some wild shit going on, but just we got it general, in us when we in need general. To. In general, though, like. We looked. We, there was a level of cohesion and just mental fortitude that has not been there before. Um, granted, I mean that was front. Half, thankfully, it's been getting solved for half of the season. But sometimes that never mm-hmm. comes. Never. Sometimes you just don't solve that, and you just lose your team. Um, yeah. So b- yeah. beyond just the tactical stuff, which I, I would say is working for now. We'll have to, we got a game. What Wednesday? We got a game Saturday. So we'll see if. Yep, it, we do. I'm glad it's. I'm glad we're gonna have. Well, I. You know, last time I said we needed a tactical change, with. Back to back games like this, it didn't go so well. I forgot. I think it was last year, but then also injuries. So, um, well, Jennifer, you yeah. pretty much summed up number five about you know the criticism questions that have been asked of the FOA and Gonzo, especially the last few weeks. But we did just get our best two wins of the season back to back. It's odd. The most of the reactions I saw, as far as giving Pineda any sort of of credit or or praise for anything, what did he get from from most people? What did he get credit or praise for? Not for the subtle tweaks. Not for tactical shifts or personnel changes. No, for getting into it with Losada at the end. That's what people want. That's what people want. Let them fight, right? Like, I think it's, it's just a desire for passion. passion. <laughs> to be clear, I loved it. Show me a little fire. I'm good at that because you don't see that out of him. He's a pretty reserved well, guy. I don't know what was said, um, you know, but... Um, yeah, it was great, but it was funny. Just the—that's what people. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I, I will, I will ride into war with you now. It's like, well, you guys were just deriding him like two weeks ago, but now he wants to go fisticuffs, and you're ready to like pick up, pick up swords. Okay. The version of the the uh, the stream I was watching on my computer, which uh, technically was not through Apple uh, app, I it had no sound, so I had no <sighs> clue what the hell was going on. I was like, what? There, 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 was what? asked, and he declined. Yeah, what you should do. And apparently it took the entire um, assistant coaching staff to keep Pineda from wailing on uh, the Montreal manager, whose name I can't <laughs> To remember. me, that looked initiated. Losada. It, it looked, it Losada looked initiated by the Montreal manager it to me. It did. It did. And I think, yeah. that it, I, I think that it probably, like, if I wanted to, like, infer based on the last, you know, 20 minutes of the match, they were probably shouting at us for being, for time-wasting. 
Um, if I, you know, I'm like, look, that is, that is a tactical Goose, Goose, move. Goose had, some, Goose had some egregious time wasting that I had problems Barry, with. Barry dove. <laughs> that is a and, and he did. And he did. I was but, here but for I it. I don't give a shit about that stuff no. because look. on the if the shoe's on the other foot, we're the Absolutely. ones that are fucking screaming about that shit. So I'm like, so, so we should you guys give give Barry his flowers. Great wall, phenomenal shithousery. And you're telling me there's no oh, yeah. takers out there for this man? Not one team in MLS needs that. No. So it's um, this one. San Diego FC needs a striker. <laughs> oh my god, no. He's gonna be the that's the marquee signing. Look, San Diego has explicitly said that they don't I'm getting off the rails a little bit here, but they don't want to do big signings. They want to be the youth development team. You know, they want to be the, not the flashy splash the cash LAFC, LA Galaxy, um, is Latan, uh, Carlos Vela. They don't want that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's working Take pretty ma- well with cheap. Lewis with no DPs over in also that, St. Louis that, uh, that we that never main. thought was going to last. Well, yeah, I said it. I said, oh, people are going to figure them out. You know what? No, Raise my hand. I was out. wrong. I was wrong. Shit, was man. Wrong. We all were. Yep. What they've done is has been incredible. Um, anyhow, Gonzo's got a little fight in him. That was fun to see, but overall, right. just another very, how do we want to describe this? Organized, Business disciplined. Right. Any other catchwords we want to throw out there? Professional. Professional, Professional yeah. win. Just, it, it feels like the boys are understanding each other and what's being asked of them. Yeah. Some yeah. switch was flipped after Red Bull. I don't know where that switch been the whole time. Yes, the well, formational have tweaks have, their, they have helped. They their asses kicked after Red Bull. But, so but maybe look, that's yes. what happened. Maybe they the went changes, out there and ran some laps. You know? But the changes we've made, I would argue that we're playing dramatically better. We are. Over the past two matches. Dramatically better. The yeah. changes we've made haven't been dramatic. Relative. I don't know. So Red Bulls yeah. is dramatically better. On, your, on the tra- average trajectory, I don't know if I would go to dramatically... Okay, fair enough. Maybe just by comparison. I don't know. For me, just the feeling seems like no, there were no brain farts. For a, for a road game that felt a lot better, that felt dramatically yeah, okay. better. I'll give you that. Um, and Sosa. I know we think Sosa value could have been moved on. Yeah, I, told uh, I think he would have something to say about that. Uh, it's pretty outstanding. I told people today before so, the match, I never wanted to see him play for us again. And <laughs> look what we have. Look what happened. Yeah, what he happened. heard you. Um, Tough game to come in and give near 90 minutes on when you really haven't been. And given the current circumstances, I'm sure it's it's tough on the team. Ibarra came yeah. in. It sounded like he was pretty tearful with the team. And you look, the other U22s are thinking, fuck, man. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, what am I, I'm caught up in this shit. This doesn't feel good. He didn't really put a foot wrong against Defoot all night. And had a chance on goal, too. Had a header. I think one I of think his better performances. Be, I think that of was late. Look, it was absolutely Sosa's best performance for Atlanta United. Uh, I think it was a game he had to have a performance like that. If he didn't have a performance like that, I think that was the end of him. No question. He. Be, I think it was. It was put up or shut up time. And I, don't think he's, I don't think he's the only one because we are in. He, this, have, he had to have known. Absence. He hasn't been well, playing. He has I, to have known. Like, there's no way you don't. What, I, I think you raised a good point earlier when you were like, these players got to be seeing what's going on here. Anybody could be on the chopping mm-hmm. block. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter how good you how good you were yesterday because of the cap situation. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's, no, you're it, right. Prove yourself now or you're proving yourself to be expendable. Well, you're going to wind up in freaking Toronto because that's the only place that will take you. <laughs> yeah. Shit, I'm wondering if we fit under that's, the cap. Or is this whole show going to get shut down? Or like who any of us could go at any moment. Um, I, I have a, I have an option after the next episode that's going to kick in. You're going to be in trouble. None of Clearly, none of us are under the U22 initiative. Um, I should be announcing my retirement. Initiative. We're all under the U50 initiative. The U50. The podcaster pundit be more than 50 years old. Hey, I'm still under U40 for about four more months. So I'm going to need go. that extra. There I'm going to need the extra there decade. You Thank you very much. I'm telling you, it's all downhill after 4-0. <laughs> I turn 40 and my back goes, oh, here comes Gressel. Oh, Vasquez over the bar. Uh, All right. Well, uh, you're not. It, you're not in the bends. It's not Vine City. Don't put it there. 
Don't you slander the hero of the U.S. Open Cup, ma'am. He always will anyway, be. Anyway, I um, love Sosa's game. Just for the record, I loved. I, yeah. I love players with an edge. I like Ibarra. LGP was my favorite favorite player. I yeah. like the little bit of nasty. I like yeah. hockey enforcers. I like yeah. you know we need guys that. that want to drop the gloves. Like that's we've been missing it. Yeah. We, yeah. We, we, we we have that fiery aspect of it. Has even been, with has been Sosa playing as well as he did. He's not that edge player. No, and he was supposed on to the be. regular. He can be if reserved. push comes he's to pretty, shove. Yeah, he's pretty reserved, you know, as far as like personality. So you're like, right. Even even if he he plays well, we do just miss that with Ibarra leaving. Yep. And we're gonna yep. need that at some point. We gotta Otherwise, see how the rest of the window goes. Run us over, and Philly's gonna roll around on the floor and try to take mm-hmm. us out, and we're gonna be compl- continue to be susceptible was, to it. We'll wrap this up here, but one final point. Was anyone surprised, and I get it, Montreal's like us in that they actually want to play. They want the ball. They want to play some attractive soccer. They had to have known our struggles in the midfield that we're going to keep playing our game. We want to build up through the back. We want to play through the mid, and it doesn't always work out because maybe we don't have the personnel to handle it as well as we would like to right now, but we're going to keep doing it. They didn't really – Take advantage of that. They didn't really press in the mid. Like we had a lot of time to think and pass and just move the ball. They didn't really, I'm not saying they need to gag and press us like, you know, Red Bull style, but you would think that they Uh, would apply a bit more pressure and they just didn't. Montreal pulled an us and like got into gear late in the game. uh, Mm. Finally decided, okay, maybe now. I was going to say they did a really good job of making us look good. You know? George, Campbell. George, George Campbell, Campbell had an great. actually good shot. That, he did uh, have a good shot. He started so, worrying me after that. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, He's going to yeah. shoot from the back. I'm like, Campbell, that's our George Campbell. Like Montreal was also missing quite a bit of their talent. They, 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 they had their top three. They've also been that... very stingy. They haven't been scored on at home in five games. It's true. True. I, I think it's a you know there's an interesting an interesting if you look at the stats the stat that jumped out to me knowing mm. that we want to build from the back and we are definitely possession driven the last two matches we have not won the possession battle no we've been giving up a lot of that I think that that's Philly, very Philly good was fifty one forty nine and mm-hmm. I think this was like fifty four forty shots as well total shots shots on goal but mm-hmm. but none of those shots more quality through, shots. So I think that goes to the having three in the back, however you want to use it. You're losing an attacker and maybe you're simplifying it a little bit without having to use an extra pass to get it up front. You let them make the extra pass. We take it away from you. And I didn't see us really losing anything in the attack. We see more solid three in the back, five, however you want to coin it. Um, is no, I mean, also definitely the, more secure, but there, Brooks is still getting forward. We're still getting the attack going. I didn't see us like yeah. sacrificing that to be Brooks more solid defensively. And, and, and that twice back to back games for Brooks. When when Macho's throwing everybody forward like they were on a like a self imposed power play or something like that in hockey, like Almada just had no one to help him on his little run that yeah. he made. And then the guy who oh shoot, I almost there, lost. I left out Tiago. And then oh, the guy who, like, we'll get to that one. We'll and, wrap and, then up. Barry, and then Barry, like, you know, just decided to show up in the box yeah. one time and didn't do much there. But, I like, think, there was a couple. I think we could have still won that 2-0, maybe if you just yeah. one of those things. Sure. Up. Yeah. Well, that run, yeah. that run that Tiago made, he had somebody else with him. Bless. And, but the thing is, is that even Barry uh, is ahead of his defender. He's ahead of him. So you don't even have if you don't have to outrun him. You just had to keep pace. He's, yeah. He was easily two or three strides ahead of him, and he just couldn't. The defender, yeah. I mean, he just had to keep pace with him, and he would have been right there. It would have been, it would have been an absolute bang bang, and it would have been, it would have been a sitting, it would have been a sitter mm-hmm. right there in front. But he he's just, just couldn't a, keep up. He is a lumbering a, like slot. This is where, just play he's a lumberjack, but he's not just okay. Play chill. It no. will maybe be better. I don't know. Just play chill. Make it happen. Do something he's else. a he's a walking face palm emoji. Play Quentin Westberg up front. <laughs> Total football. Everybody's expected yeah. to get goals from here. Everybody can score. Play Nick Firmino up front. Well, we can only call him up one more time. I know. So I'm done. We call- so, so, well, we don't have an international have- spot for him either. Oh, we do now. Well, no, because yeah, the French guy is taking it. He's French. 
but can't we? But on a short term, but on a short term contract, we should still be able to do that because he played right, with Goodman. Right, but you couldn't call him up for the rest of the season. And right, yeah. I'm saying the one more emergency call up. Do you see right. how fucking convoluted and stupid this whole thing is? Yes. That we have yes. a player. Yep. We have a player at our disposal that we want to be able to use, and we have a player that we don't want to use, and we yep. are not allowed to simply. Stuck. Because of the way it is structured. We're not allowed to get better. We're not allowed to get better. We know what we need we're to not, do to get better, and we can't do it. We're not we're allowed not to get better. We're not even trying to buy anyone. We simply nope. can't use the we people that use we, the already we already have. have. Yeah. yeah. Bit to get and better. Let us shift. But you MLS can in baseball. Now. You can do that in baseball all You know what the long. wild thing is? God. Six months yeah. from now, that's all changing. I promise you. I promise you. Messi coming to the league, it changes. Where, I mean, yeah, no, it, there is no reason the MLS should want this particular situation to happen again no. because of something. No. I mean, we're putting, we're pushing, no, we, there's we some alone. bad luck here. But there's some, there is mismanagement and bad luck involved right. here as well. But the way out of it to get to, yes, the, the, the obvious way to get out of it was, was not allowed. And we can't be yes. the only team that's suffering no, the team, from well, this. The no, I don't want this for any team. The teams that have gotten themselves out of it were doing it illegally and are currently sanctioned because yes. of it. Yes. But they've got the world's best player, and they're going to usher in a new era, so they can do whatever oh. they want, and it'll it'll be for the better when we get rid of this. And bullshit. LA Galaxy is um, going to domestic transfer themselves some quality DP action, so you know nobody's worse off for it except us. Miami has Messi's. Miami probably has Messi's discovery rights or something that they foreknew. You know that Miami was going to be a yeah. club, and Beckham bought those like twenty years ago or something. Like that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. All right. Well. Three is real easy, and then we'll, we'll wrap up. I, I almost forgot about Tiago because he is just so goddamn automatic. This is ridiculous. This this is ridiculous. Even a player of his quality that wasn't as great in the first yeah. 45, you can't take him out. No, he can be. Even he if he's not perfect. doing well, you can't take yes. him out. Because yeah. if he gets a chance from, I don't know, 12 to 30 yards, it's gonna I don't have back. the stats in front of me, the amount of – of set pieces he's had free kicks on goal not corners not every set piece but on goal attempts i'm willing to wager and i think jack might be trying to to matrix this up right now and figure it out on the fly you know what i'm doing they're they're darting back more than half more than half of those attempts i'd put real money on it have resulted in a goal directly or rebound you know know, it kind of sucks it's it's ridiculous it really sucks that you don't get an assist on should. like, you know, a free kick that hits the post or a free kick that generates a rebound that results. He has an assist in my book. Yeah. So, sometimes I think that the person who actually, the one that the foul was committed on, they should get some sort of assist as well. You know, they, well, they Barry that- would have like four or five then. <laughs> but, but I mean, putting yourself in a position where the only way to get out almost, of it was it's to almost be a hockey is assist. Still, yeah, kind of. But I mean, it's like, you know, you consider that like, uh, like the, uh, what, what was, what was Frank DeBoer's thing? The, the tackles or the battles? Duels. 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 So yeah, I think that's a, that's an important stat that a, a duel leading to a goal, I think is probably, uh, you know, is a good stat for, for a player. Um, yeah. That, that last key moment. That yeah. leads to the goal. Good. Right. Brooks isn't scoring without Tiago. No. Barely missing. And credit to Brooks. Right and, there where he needed right. to be in line with the player laying on the ground. Mm-hmm. Y'all decided to do that. They're all shouting for, for offside. No, you decided uh... to put somebody there. And Brooks saw it and he knew it. And he gave them an extra step. And an extra step is a lot. Yep. And that's all he needed. And he tapped it and put it home back to back for for Brooks, Mister Reliably Consistent and Consistently Reliable. Um, and I love great. it, and I love it for him because I yep. think, yeah, Mister Mister Workhorse deserves to score. And you know, you see it on his face; he's almost surprised. He's like, "Me again? Great! I'm. This is awesome. I'm happy to do this for your for my." team and my he does like i love that he genuinely like as a player you watch him play he genuinely looks happy to be there yeah anytime you sneak a glance at brooks when he's running around or whatever he just looks biggest smile happy i love it i love to see that like and it's gonna make um the fan base all the more angry when boca moves him on next week shut up Uh. (laughs) (laughs) you really i mean 
I, we may not agree with every single move, honestly, but like you start really just if if he were to just completely clean house, I think that there would be a big problem with it. I think that oddly enough, some huge, people were calling for that, which is like doesn't make base. sense. But but the look, entire fan base would just go. We don't agree with okay. all the moves he's made. Most of them you can find some sort of justification for the. It, there are plenty you can point to that were just a fuck up, like a um, like an Ibarra. It's yeah. it's just a it's and the, just a it, yeah, up. and you just genuinely feel bad for no, someone no, 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 who no. seemed Ibarra, to have so much clear. passion. Ibarra was not the fuck up. No, the casualty of the of the casualty. The casualty is the casualty of the fuck up. Yes. No, I yeah. think we made that clear when will, we spent thirty minutes on poor Ibarra earlier. But yeah. I will I will push back a little bit on the narrative out there that some people are saying now. See, Atlanta doesn't do right by their players. Okay, I hear you. It's easy to say that right now. Um, but. What? Good ball. Basket, get in! He's got it. Nice. Get in, Brandon. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's perfect. I thought I was, become... like, I, I was a little ahead of y'all. So. No, yeah, that was, that was gorgeous. Well, that's a beautiful header. What a ball. Who's Who, who put that Look in? Look at Turner. Look at Turner happy, man. Damn. That, I love it. I, oh, man. Who is this assist Good for from? him. He's, he's Sorry, become, we've gone off the rails a little bit. Apologies, guys. Um. Yeah, he, <laughs> he has become the uh, the hero of the, the, the substitute hero. You know US what I mean? He Open in, Cup hero, yeah. Brandon Vasquez, yeah. has got the apparently winning goal, it would seem. It would seem. Um, he's known for that. He's done that a couple times for both club. He's and become country. a very powerful, formidable player, man. Look at yeah. him. What a yeah. ball. Good looking guy, too. What that a was shot. a design. Oh, dime. Dime. Uh, dime ball. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, anyhow, like I was saying, what was Beautiful. I saying? He was um, <laughs> what, what was I saying? Ibarra. Something or other. No, we were just saying that Ibarra was the was the um, casualty of that decision. Yes. Oh, and, and that some people are are saying, you know, see, Atlanta doesn't do right of their players by by their players. I don't think that's true. It's an all. easy thing to say right now. I get it, but yeah. if you look through what Ibarra had posted, and it's heartbreaking. Make no mistake about it. There's a lot of positives there because of what this Ooh. club did for this player. He is a 22 year old kid who bought a house. Mm hmm. He's going away for six months, y'all. I still think he'll come back. People will point to him saying, oh, I, I don't want to play back. for a team that plays. Y'all, I would, hope, he was I would hope that we all under the U50 initiative here and others around <laughs> the, that support this yeah, team thank you. as adults would understand he's a kid. Well, and he was who just speaking sent with home from the, the training yeah. ground unexpectedly, yeah. heartbreakingly. And a reporter asked him some question. Can you not understand the mindset that he's in right now? And that it's probably going to smooth over to some extent. And will he want to come back? You betcha. He's being paid really well. Yeah. 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 And he's playing for a, a, like a team that's on the up. Of course he's going to want to come back. Now, will he? And maybe Boca won't be here. There's still opportunity for him to move on. But I don't think you could take what he's – what he said in that post. Um, oh no, are we BARing a Miles Robinson handball again? Oh Lord have mercy. Um, I don't think you can take what he said in that as as just, yeah, C, C, C. Um it, let, let's the kid was it's traumatic. Like he's a kid. He's a kid who's talking to a reporter, and I'm not mad at Felipe for doing his job either. I get it. But let's all relax a little bit on on that I it's still see, heartbreaking but you I, know yeah I, I need to see one of our guys that has been on loan to actually come back and play for us legitimately for goodman good we loaned that dude red bull went out to red bull for a couple of seasons came back pretty good seasons Wait, yes sir yeah like three two or three seasons. yes sir it what? has happened it may happen here it may not guys i think they just gave a penalty to canada they did. All right. Well, um, anyways, Amada's great. I didn't find the thing that I wanted to find, but um, it, it's it's a stupid cheat code. This dude's gonna have a longer career if he wants. Yes. Because you can literally just keep him on the bench, and when you have a free kick in the last thirty minutes, you just throw him in there. 
It's, in, it's like, incredible. It's, it's he will go ridiculous. This to a big a, club. It will be a record-breaking turns, fee. He turns into Steph Curry within 25 yards. It's it's ridiculous. <laughs> it's him and it's Ronald Acuna that if you give them any chance I'm here to for the anything, basketball analogies. It's, uh, yeah. By the way, the NBA so. is doing their own uh, NBA Cup tournament now. An in-tournament tournament. Like, you know, just like U.S. Open Cup. They're starting that shit in November. Would you like my rant now or on five takes on the Hawks? Let's save it. And let's end it there. And uh, we'll watch Canada hopefully hopefully miss. Um, Come on. Let's I give it a second. Let's watch Canada. We do not suck right now. Canada. Jennifer, you can't put anything on the line. No reactions, Jennifer. Don't don't blow this for us. I'm not even watching. Just watching. Still still waiting. He's lining everybody up. Turner has made. Come on, Turner. Turner has made saves before. So yes, he has. Twinkle toes up to the ball. Strikes. Goal. Equalize. What you get for All right. Well, there's going to be a lot more soccer on tonight, so uh, yeah, watch that. Uh, we'll end it here and go our separate ways and watch that. But we really appreciate everybody supporting us and and and, um, and supporting Mason Mill. And thank you to the Atlanta United uh, TV guys, uh, fan TV guys. I, I hopped on their episode last night on their on their show, and they were a lot of fun. Uh, we had a good time, and they're doing really good work uh, covering the team and giving. Uh, supporters and and other content uh, creators around here voices and everybody coming together and it, it's a beautiful thing and they'll probably come over here at some point my god will there be four or five of us six of us on this uh that will not fit under the cap i, I don't think i'll have to check with zencaster and, and see but surely we'll be over the limit but we'll figure it out uh, it was a good time and I, I really appreciate everything that i did go follow them y'all if you haven't followed atlanta united fan tv on all the socials uh, all the pod catchers just like we're out there on on apple spotify no more stitcher because they are defunct uh but google podcasts instagram twitter um all that all right y'all um we'll be back i'm not sure because we have a match wednesday i don't know if we'll be able to record thursday maybe we'll do it in the afternoon thursday night i'm gonna go see blink 182 Kristen's favorite band <laughs> and then over the weekend i will be in fabulous Winston-Salem, North Carolina Lovely for a union convention that I'm not entirely stoked about, but I'm going to because it's uh, primarily because Winston-Salem is my old stopping ground. Uh-huh. That's there. cool. Winston-Salem, North Carolina School of the Arts Film School. Nice. So I'll hang around up there for a couple days. I'll be able to watch the game and then maybe we'll at least be able to pod on Sunday for the Orlando match. I feel like if we're going to get an episode in, um, we could do a... Uh, um, I know fuck you Orlando uh, pod is probably more important. Um, I think Jennifer wants to sign off with an oh fuck you Orlando. All right. So uh, we'll be back for sure next Sunday, maybe Thursday after the New England match. That one's going to be tough too. A lot of games coming thick and fast, but at least we're doing better and, and we'll, and we'll see. All right, y'all until then y'all be good. We will be back. Meow.